0: Welcome to Lost in the Supermarket. this episode, we're going to talk all about your gut. Now, there's been a lot of conversation about gut health, even pre-pandemic. During the pandemic, it accelerated even more. Well, do you know what gut health really is all about? We're going to explain it. We're going to explain the science to it. We're going to explain it in layman's terms, and we're going to find out what you need to know about it. With us is a cutting-edge company by the name of Thrive. They provide at-home gut microbiome testing, custom probiotics, and a personalized diet plan that's designed by experts from leading universities. They've built one of the largest unified and high-quality databases on microbiome in the world. Today with me is Kimberly Griffith, a clinical research partner at Thrive, and a microbiome researcher and functional medicine nutritionist, along with a lot of other areas of expertise. Kimberly, thanks for joining us today on Lost in the Supermarket.
1: Thanks for having me, Phil. I really appreciate it.
0: So, Kimberly, let's start off with the simple definition of gut health. What is it, and what do we need to know about it, and why is it so important?
1: Sure. So. When we think of gut health, we really do think of the gut microbiota. Those are the bacteria, yeast, fungi, viruses within our gut that contribute to manifestation of disease or health benefits. Um, you know, we can see our neurotransmitters are made within these bacteria. Our vitamins, uh, such as vitamin K and B12, are made within these bacteria. So. When we look for gut health, we look for healthy populations of those beneficial bacteria that contribute to health.
0: Now, the other thing that I think is so important that you bring out is it's really a combination of different factors. Obviously, it's what we eat. there's physical factors, there's psychological factors, there are environmental stressors. Uh, if we look at the stress during the pandemic, I'm sure that's affected a lot of people's microbiomes. Talk to me a little bit about that. Sure.
1: Um, you're absolutely correct. There are many factors that affect the growth of the beneficial bacteria, such as diet, stress, um, even exercise. And so we kind of wanted to look and see how has the pandemic affected our data sets over the past year, um, since we know these factors do influence the bacteria. And we were coming, we came across some pretty interesting data that showed a trend in a specific bacteria called Fecalobacterium pronitii. Um, this bacteria is inversely related to obesity, um, diabetes, actually COVID severity. Um, also gi diseases such as crohns and such so we've seen that over the past year uh, the bacteria that are attributed with health have been on the decline specifically the Fecalobacterium prausnitzii
0: So when I look at various surveys, in fact, one just came out from Produce for Better Health a few weeks ago, that really showed that the consumption of fruits and vegetables in our country has declined over the past 10 years, not increased, even though we all know and science has proven and folks like you talk about it all the time, that the more fruits and vegetables that we eat, the healthier we are, the stronger we become on and on and on. what, what effects has that had on this bacterium?
1: Uh, well, the beneficial bacteria, we know it's had a drastic effect. Um, we feed those beneficial bacteria with a lot of those fruits and vegetables that you're speaking about that have been on the decline. Uh, we see that the pro-inflammatory bacteria are fed with more of the processed foods and fast foods. what you know, there has been a general incline of people consuming over the past 10 years. Um, yeah, you know, I, I like that you bring up food because a lot of people say we are what we eat, but we kind of, we are what we absorb. And if your gut bacteria is not healthy, if you have high pro-inflammatory bacteria, um, if you have inflammation within the lining of the gut, then you're not even absorbing or adequately breaking down those nutrients that we're trying to contribute to our health.
0: So how do I know, besides looking down and seeing too big of a gut, um, how do I know if if my gut health is good?
1: Yes, so that's where Thrive comes into play. Stool testing is fantastic because you can see the exact uh, abundance of different bacteria and how they are balanced. You can see if you have pathogenic bacteria, um, if you have high levels of pro-inflammatory bacteria that are associated with not only GI distress, but Inflammation, metabolic disease. Um, so, Thrive does a great job of showing you exactly what your bacteria looks like, your spread of bacteria. Uh, we've looked at over 50,000 peer reviewed studies that tell us exactly what these bacteria do. So, we present in an easy to understand manner how this bacteria contributes to health or how it may be contributing to your disease. And then we provide a personalized food recommendation the foods that you should eat to increase your deficient beneficial bacteria then also what probiotic strains to incorporate to address your specific symptoms, your specific pathogenic growth, and how best to optimize your gut biome in general.
0: So I've taken a bunch of these tests. I have not taken yours yet. I will. Um, But whenever I talk to the average person about you know, these DNA tests, the stool tests, and so on. They say, well, you know, that science is five years away. We we really don't, you know, add a lot of credibility to, to what comes out of it. What do you have to say about those naysayers, of which, by the way, I am not one, uh, because I have gotten, you know, my tests. In certain cases, they're 100, 100 pages long um, of, you know, what my DNA is and what the food recommendations are, and I've learned a lot from it. But what do you have to say to those people who say, you know, we're, we're talking about the Jetsons. Um, all that I want to know is, you know, what should I be able to eat?
1: Right. Um, well, as a researcher, you know, it, it's hard to dispute what's being presented right now. Um, right now, the microbiome research is expanding at 35, 35% growth every year. I'm, there are many bacterias that we don't know what they do, but we do know where, what some pretty critical bacterias um, do. Uh, the one that I spoke about, Fecalobacterium pranitii, we know it's inversely related to Crohn's disease. Those that have Crohn's disease have very low level, um, to the point that Harvard right now is trying to create Fecalobacterium pronitiae to be able to treat those with those specific gut uh, diseases. So, um, I get the skeptics, but the research out there is just fascinating right now, and it's um, growing daily. Uh, I mean, even the COVID severity with the Calibacterium pronitiae is inversely related. Um, so, it's pretty amazing. I, yeah.
0: yeah, I was talking to someone, um, and, and again, back to produce for a moment, um, that put forth the, the, um, the notion that had we not seen a decline, of produce consumption over the past 10 years when covid hit we might have had a lot less cases because people's gut and and their dna and just everybody else would have been strengthened would have been you know much stronger what do you say about issues like that should we be using you know the kind of Data that you can create, the kind of information that you can create, um, to really change, you know, the, the way we're going to be looking at these pandemics. And it looks like, you know, uh, there's going to be more that come down the pike, and we really have to strengthen our whole immune system.
1: Oh, I can, uh, completely agree with you, Phil. Um, the reality is, we don't know what's going to, like you said, be coming a year from now. So instead of waiting for what supplements are, what um, medications are going to heal us, give yourself the best fighting chance, right? Give yourself the immunity. Um, try to make yourself as healthy as possible. And that's really about eating those healthy foods and boosting those gut bacteria where, you know, 70 plus percent of our immune system is housed. Um, So I completely agree that the best way to fight what's possibly coming in the future and what we're fighting now is to really boost your own immune health by way of foods and optimizing your gut health.
0: So let's talk about foods versus supplements for a moment. Um, And and I'm not going to talk about prebiotics and probiotics yet, but what do you say to all those consumers that are out there? And I think that the latest numbers. 37% 37% of all Americans are overweight or obese. We continue to see the rise of diabetes and heart disease and cancers and on and on and on. And they say, you know, it's okay. I'm going up to my pharmacist who's then saying, you know, take some vitamin B12 or take vitamin D or you know all these other supplements rather than saying hey maybe you should just be eating right and getting those vitamins and minerals from foods
1: right no absolutely um like i mentioned if if your gut is inflamed how well is it going to absorb those vitamins and supplements and nutrients and how do we make our guts healthy we feed it with what you're you're speaking about those good foods um so I, I, without the foods, you know, foods are first, we can't really contribute to our health with all those supplements and vitamins. Um, I would say they are needed at times for, you know, we'll speak about probiotics when you're treating a symptom, Um, but food is first and really choosing those foods that are going to nourish your gut health and contribute to your immunity long-term should be the initial starting spot.
0: So step one is education, you know, um, for for you to be able, for Thrive, to be able to look um, at the DNA, to look at all the microbiomes, to make recommendations, to become educated, uh, to then understand what are the foods that I should be eating. Now talk to us about, you know, a new product that you're coming out with, a prebiotic, Um, called RISE. Uh, But before you do that, give us the explanation of the difference because a lot of people are confused between probiotics and prebiotics.
1: Sure. So um, the definition of a a prebiotic is that it selectively feeds those beneficial bacteria. Um, When I first started, I I was confused by, well, if I take a prebiotic and it feeds all the bacteria, well, then I could be feeding Pathogenic bacteria, too. Um, And and that's not the definition of a prebiotic. It selectively feeds beneficial bacteria where it's um, encouraging the growth of your own microbial fingerprints, where a probiotic is creating an environment where your beneficial bacteria can grow. Um, Some strains of probiotics will directly target pathogenic growth. Um, And then some strains are effective on certain symptoms like transit time issue symptoms such as constipation. And probiotics are transient. They're there to make a great environment and target what they need to target. And then they're gone within five to seven days where prebiotics are selectively feeding your bacteria.
0: And what is RISE?
1: RISE is a prebiotic that... um, there were two bacterias we really wanted to target, one Ackermansia and one Fecalobacterium prausnitzii. both of them contribute to gut lining integrity, to metabolic health, um, to local GI health, but also systemic health. And so we have prebiotics within RISE that directly target to RISE to increase the levels of the Fecalobacterium and the Ackermansia.
0: So... Uh, Kimberly, you've given us the 101. There's a lot more to this. If people want to know more information, what's the website they should go to?
1: Sure. It's www.thriveinside.com.
0: Terrific. Well, thanks so much for joining us on Lost in the Supermarket and giving us a real clear definition and a real clear insight on why our gut health is so important.
1: Thanks for having me, Phil.